morning, diners and travelers, and the food lovers around the globe. Grove globe. Yeah, <laughs> That's the start of a good we're, program. We're grubbing. We're grubbing today. Yeah. Uh, you're listening to On the Menu with Ann and Peter Haig, and today we're going to introduce you to two new um, opportunities or options um, for new flavors available online. Uh, we're going to start with um, Anta Chanchota of Salenzi. And uh, she's she's in Canada uh, of uh, Italian ancestry, and her products are really wonderful. Um, we just had uh, another jar of, of roasted tomatoes for lunch. Yeah, we did. Pasta. It was very good. Yeah. Anyhow, let's listen to Enza. Yeah, so we're talking to Enza Cianciata, and she has a company called Salenzi, uh, and somehow or other, we get flavor revolution in there. I'm not sure. Maybe you could straighten me out on that, Enza. Absolutely, Anne. Thanks for uh, for having me. I'm excited to be part of the program. Um, yes, Flavor Revolution is actually the company name. Um, I started the company in uh, 2015 um, and named the company Flavor Revolution. And so Lindsay is is the brand. Uh, so okay. we decided uh, very early on to launch our own products under our own brand, and that is what Solenzi uh, relates to. Okay. Um, now, was this a long time coming? You're thinking about being in the food business, or how did it come about? Um, it was. It was. It, uh, it's been something, a passion of mine for a very, very long time, and uh, when I uh, lived in Europe, uh, I was exposed to a lot of very uh, good, healthy, natural foods uh, that were fall under the category of free from. So foods that uh, don't contain any allergens or maybe free from additives and, you know, preservatives or uh, gluten or sugar. And uh, when I moved back to, to Canada from from London, uh, I found that the, the quality of the food that I was getting as, as a packaged good was a little bit more difficult for me to get free from all of those um, additives, if you will. So I decided to marry my love of nutrition and uh, how food uh, affects us with my uh, love of food and decided to launch my own brand. So yes, it, it was in the back of my head for a long, long time. Well, good. I'm glad it finally came to um, fruition. Um, that last major step is something that's hard to take sometimes, right? Yeah, it does. It really does. And uh, it took me a long time to establish the, uh, the the products that I really wanted and to find um, producers who uh, were aligned with my philosophy and my thinking so that I could launch the uh, the gourmet type products um, into the market. Well, you know, I'm glad to hear that you used that term. I used it uh, years ago when we were still doing the in-person fancy food show in in, um, New York. And um, it just seemed to me that reading labels, that it was very clear that that was a major trend. And that was years ago. But then everybody sort of uh, let it slip. So I'm glad you brought it back. 
Yeah, it, it, it's interesting that you you mentioned that it was used uh, a few years ago when um, when I lived in in London. Free from is a is a known and tracked market, uh, if you will. They uh, they have shows, they have um, uh, publications, and really? they use it quite. Yeah, they use it quite frequently in Europe uh, under under free from. So you know people really recognize and understand what free from foods means. Um, having said that, when, uh, when, in, when in Canada or North America, if I talk to people who are not in the industry perhaps, or even some people in the industry, I'll say I, I specialize in free from food. My brand is, is uh, uh, you know, a high-quality gourmet free from brand. They question, I can tell by the way they respond whether they understand the, the, the terminology and many times they don't. They kind of look at me, and I'll, and I'll have to explain it a little bit further. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not as uh, well-known as, as in terms of a marketplace or a terminology in North America. Yeah, well, I was, I was very pleased to see you use it because I thought it was a very good description of what it was about. You know. Yes, yes. Now, I mean, you, your family is essentially Italian, right? Yes, both my parents um, Italian uh, immigrants into uh, into Canada, um, and I'm a, I'm considered an Italo Canadian, so born uh, Canadian but with Italian heritage. And what part of Italy? From Puglia, uh, southern Puglia. Uh, southeast. Yeah, from Puglia. Yeah, from we've been to Puglia. Puglia yeah, the yep. thing I remember most about Puglia was driving through the fields of garlic. Oh yeah, and, and, and you, and you, you yeah. can smell it several several blocks away. Yeah, well, Puglia is uh, is really well known as well for its olives. Yes. Oh yeah, um, there's a lot of olive groves. Uh, it, because it's so so far south um, and right. just above the heel, really, there's really the weather tends to stay um, uh, warmer for longer than central and northern Italy. Yeah, right. Yeah. Now, there's, who was, there was a, a, a New York uh, restaurateur who had holdings and her family holdings in Puglia, and she was back and forth a lot. Remember that one, Rabbit? Yeah, I can't remember who The one who rode the motorcycle to the restaurant. Yeah, she, she, she was a scooter. She, she it was a, <laughs> no, it was a... Uh, <laughs> it was a Vespa. A Vespa, a wasp. Vespa. Yeah. She, parked, she parked a Vespa in the, in the window of the restaurant. I never did quite understand why. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and and, and we, 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 met, we met her the evening after Italy beat France in the World Cup. Yeah, and she was really yeah. hungover. <laughs> she, she, was feel, she was feeling no pain. Not surprised. <laughs> So, um, well, it's it's a lovely part. It's a, of Italy, and it Beautiful. went under the radar for quite some time. But now it's become popular. Well, before the pandemic, as a tourist, um, yeah. Usually, anybody just went to see those white high, those houses, whatever this thing. In Alba, in Alberobello. In Alba, yeah. Alberobello is the name of the town. You know what I remember the most about Puglia is that. Um, I, I'd never in my life had seen this thing where it was like a gas station and you went in and you brought a jug and, and you had this 
hose, like filled up the tank with gas, except it was wine. Do you remember that? It was so cheap, and I said, how bad could it be? And I'll tell you, it was worse than gasoline. I've never tasted anything like it in my life. Oh my it was God. terrible. Yeah. In fact, I, I, yeah. I was trying to get a word in edgeways a little bit ago because Puglia certainly is known for garlic. It's known for olives. So it's also known for grapes and some of the worst wine in Italy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. If my dad is still alive, he might not agree with you. <laughs> I think, well, that I think, keeps I think, changing, too. I mean, I remember when uh, my background is Sicilian, but I remember when Sicilian wines were just horrible. They were just uh, commodity um, grape juice named after everybody's mother. You know, do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Mary, Maria well, Christina. my dad made his. Yeah, your dad? No, I was going to, uh, sorry, Peter, you were saying something? No, not important. Go ahead, please. No, no, no. I was going to say my dad used to make his own wine. So, oh, yeah. Um, it, was, it was one of those uh, where he'd, he'd fill up uh, barrels and then we'd do it in the garage and, and then he'd fill up these gallons and, um, you know, around the dinner table, it, in, in an Italian family, it's very common to... Um, have like even have the children have not not drink a lot of wine, but color their water or their ginger uh-huh. ale or whatever with a with a drop of wine. And and he'd always say, you know, Enza, have a little bit. And I'd be no, no, Dad, it's okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> not for me. Oh my God. This, this, this is in the same sentence as how do you how do you spell plonk? <laughs> well. So um, I, I still remember my uncle, my mother's brother, used to make his own wine, and I was living in Philadelphia at the time, and, uh, and my mother was in Pittsburgh, and she gave me this bottle of my uncle's wine, and it was in the summer, it was very hot, and uh, the, the, the bottle exploded in the car. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. It, it was never, ever... Were we, were we able to get the smell of that one? Anyhow, back to this company. Um, <laughs> you started out small, right? Yes, absolutely. And, and 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 then how did you add on and grow? So I started off. Um, interestingly, I actually started off big and then reduced, but. Small, so I, I'm oh, really? it's not a big brand, but I uh, because I wasn't from the industry, and um, I had quite a bit of growing pains through the the first couple of years. You know, I uh, uh, my ambition and my my passion overtook me, and I thought, oh, I'm going to introduce all of these you know fabulous SKUs into the marketplace, and um, you know, everyone's going to buy them, and it 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 takes as you as I'm sure you know it takes a long time for a brand to build and uh, we rationalized our SKUs along the way we've narrowed it down to our best sellers and we just recently launched um, so we have we have a couple of categories of of products Uh, the first ones we launched was a artisan uh, organic gluten-free pasta 
and within the that line um, we have single ingredient high protein uh, products. Uh, some, some no, I said uh, we tried the lineup. chickpea and the um, uh, what was the other one we had chickpea the and, lentils um, and the lentils of course yeah lentils big favorite in our house lentils. Yeah, um, did you like it? Oh yes, of course. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I'd had vegetable-based pastas before, um, uh, particularly a cauliflower-based one. I can't remember mm-hmm. the company, but um, no, it's I a should, different I, texture, so you have to be careful cooking it. I should yes. put in a I should put in a plug here. One of the one of the things that made the the uh, pasta so special was Anne's own homemade pesto. Oh yeah, I make great pesto. <laughs> Oh, we can yeah, we bottle the one it? that the, the what? Can we bottle can it? Can we jar it? <laughs> I don't know. You can. I, I well, I I just went kind of crazy because I I always have grown a lot of herbs, and I hated seeing herbs go to waste. So I started. I mean, I didn't understand why it always had to be basil, you know. Um, so um, I. I started experimenting with all these different herbs, and the one that Peter just had that he was talking about was um, uh, cilantro and pistachio. Ooh, nice! Yes, it was. It's very, very good. So, nice combination. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I also like arugula and pecan. Yeah, the arugula is very, very good. I love, I love yeah. the bitterness in the arugula for sure. Yeah. But yeah, so, but so ha- we, we, how many products do you have? You have you have this one category with um, yeah. the pastas. Yeah, and we have the pastas, which are the organic, gluten-free, single-ingredient pastas. Then we have um, a, a line of uh, open and eat antipastos. So the antipastos are all uh, naturally sun-dried vegetables or preserves in jars. And um, that they come from the Puglia region, so I went back to my roots with those because because of the the long uh, uh, season that they have, you can get these fabulously vine ripened tomatoes and artichokes that um, yeah, Peter loved the, the artichoke one. He loved that. Oh, aren't they fabulous? Because they, they're because so they're fresh not, tasting. I mean, I don't. I yes. didn't understand why they were so fresh tasting. What did you do? Because we don't boil them, so they're not uh-huh. boiled and they're not pickled in uh, in a lot of vinegar. What we do is we actually uh, barbecue them on an open flame, so you get the the al dente uh, texture still from the artichoke, and then it's preserved in a little bit of garlic, mint, and oil. Um, and jarred, so there's it's not boiled. You don't get that mushiness. That's that why it wasn't mushy then. Correct. Yeah, that's how, yeah, because that, that that really adds a lot to it, not having that mushiness, yeah. which is the big problem with Correct. all those jarred. Now, here, now, here's an interesting question. We we got into this debate on on one of our trips to Italy, but do do you extrude the pasta through bronze dyes or through plastic ones? No, bronze dyed, absolutely, Peter. Yeah. Um, that's really important to us as a producer 
um, because it it is a very key different differentiator oh, for, sure. for exactly. our line. Exactly. Yes, you're absolutely right. Versus some other more uh, industrial pastas that right. you may see on the market, and you can tell the difference because the um, the more industrial pastas will have a smooth um, uh, edge on them where our bronze dye extruded have a rougher edge around it, the outside of the pasta. And oh, it holds sure, the sure. sauces better. Yep, it holds the sauces better, and it yeah. also holds its cooking better, where you might be able to um, reheat one of our gluten-free products. So our gluten-free pastas, you can cook them and then reheat them, and they still stay uh, together, and they're still... Um, you know, keep their shape and their texture. If you try to do that with an industrial pasta that's not extruded through the bronze dye, you will see it break up much quicker and much faster, and it turns to mush. Yeah, I can, I can picture it because I've had that. Yeah, I can picture it. Well, what was the name? Of, what was the name of that company, love? I was just going to ask you. <laughs> I think I think it started with a B, but I'm not sure. It's from the market, Banda. right? Banza. It was a a longer name than that. Okay. But was it from La Marque, right? I think it was from Abruzzo. Oh, it could be Abruzzo, too. Either La Marque or or Abruzzo, yeah. Um, I can't remember the name of it. It's it's like a syllable removed from something else we know. We'll we'll, mm-hmm. we'll 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 remember it around two o'clock in the morning, and we'll exactly. Be sure, yeah, exactly. We'll, be, we'll be sure. We'll be sure to call you. I know, really. Don't you call know. me, okay? <laughs> but uh, you know, it was wonderful. This this was a family business, and I think it was in like the third generation or fourth generation, and uh, so we got uh, the story of how the 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 whole industry of pasta making evolved. You know, because mm-hmm. the great grandfather had like, uh, right, six different shapes, but now mm-hmm. everybody, every region of Italy, every local section of that um, region wants its own particular shape. So that now there are just thousands of shapes. Did mm-hmm. you ever read that book, The um, Geometry of Pasta? No, no, I haven't. It, I might look it up. That's very good. It's interesting. It, yeah, it's one of those books that I wish I had thought of because it's so honest and straightforward and obvious. I don't know why I never thought of it. <laughs> funnily, enough, mm-hmm. funnily enough, the the author of the book has has a restaurant hev- heavily focused on on Italian specialties, but it's just about uh, four to six hundred yards away from the Great Windmill Theatre, and twice oh. twice that far from from. Uh, Eros in the middle of Piccadilly Circus. Oh my goodness! There you go. So anyhow, now um, you so you have the two main categories. Any other categories we should discuss? Yes, um, the other category uh, is the sauce category, the heat and serve sauces. Oh yeah, we had Um, one thing that yeah, porcini. We did. Did you? Yeah. The which one the uh, the, I don't remember which one I sent you to to try, but um, what I've tried to do with my sauces is introduce a little bit of uh, of a different 
slant on, on the red sauce. So our recipes are unique to us because we use our, um, which is the fourth category, we use our naturally sun-dried vegetable mixes, our sauce mixes, in the sauces that we produce. So they're uh, Italian uh, crushed tomatoes, imported Italian crushed tomatoes, that we then add our sun-dried vegetable mixes to. Uh, one is called ortolana, which is uh, garden vegetables, and it, oh. it includes garlic and parsley and uh, peppers and tomatoes. All beautiful organic sun-dried vegetables are added in, so you get a much higher nutritional value from the, the, the red sauce and the pasta sauce. The second one is an arabiata, which I'm sure you're familiar with, which is uh, is chili. Yeah, we haven't used but, that one yet. I have it, but we yeah. haven't used it yet. No, but there so. are other arabiata sauces out there in the market that are red sauces. And um, the one unique skew to us that um, we haven't seen in the market at all is our boscaiola uh, oh, sauce. Yes. And our boscaiola sauce, uh, Boscaiola, as you know, uh, may know, means of the woods in yes. Italian. But what uh, our Boscaiola mix has porcini mushrooms in it, sun-dried peppers, sun-dried eggplant, uh, garlic, parsley. Um, and it's a wonderfully aromatic flavor. And what we've done in the, in the ready heat and serve sauces is we've created a gluten-free, Dairy free, so it's a oh, fully vegan sauce. Yeah, and we made that sauce in response to the market. Um, and it's funny how sometimes products develop. So we used to go to shows, and you know, pre-COVID, where you would do demos and yeah. give people <laughs> tastings of your product, uh-huh. and we would um, have people take the pastas. So. Many of the shows we go to are, are catered to the health food market or people trying to avoid um, dairy products or yeah. they're trying to be more vegan or eat more vegetarian. So I, w- I was literally sitting in my kitchen and I was about prepping for the show that was the next day and I had a can of coconut milk that I mm. had on the counter and I thought, you know what? Rather than do a cream sauce with dairy, I'm going to use the coconut milk with our Boscaiola mix, and I'm going to ah. see how it turns out. And we, so I used it for, for the demos of the pastas, and everyone kept saying, oh, my God, what is this sauce? I love this sauce. <laughs> I, I ended up creating the sauce, and it is unique in that it's not, there's no nuts. There's no soy. As a vegan sauce, it's very, very difficult to find a vegan cream sauce with yeah, no nuts, course. no soy, and no gluten. So the other great discovery, I think, is the, uh, the 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 uh, the water that comes from canned chickpeas. That's really made a big difference in the the vegan sector too, right? Mm-hmm. Aquafaba. Yeah. 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 What, Absolutely. What, what's the deal with where, where, where your products are manufactured? Are they manufactured in, in Canada? That must be a special kind of challenge. Yeah. No, so our, the only products that are manufactured here in Ontario, in Canada, are the sauces. 
but they're all they're manufactured from imported Italian ingredients. Okay. The other products are all manufactured in Italy, and oh, okay. uh, we, yeah, so they're manufactured by uh, small producers that are family businesses and, um, you know, do things according to my recipe and what I want to create and what, what, we, what we've established in the marketplace. Well, listeners, I'll tell you, this, the flavors are so clean and fresh in this product line. Uh, you've got to try it. Um, and they should be looking for the, the Salenzi label or the Flavor Revolution label. No, Salenzi only. It's only, okay, only Salenzi is the, is the selling label that, yeah, it's the brand Salenzi that we sell under. Okay, now how do people get these products? So we we are selling uh, to small boutique retailers across the U.S. Um, so they're available in some of the smaller boutique gourmet food shops, you know, cheese shops, wine shops. And uh-huh. we also sell online at Um And we can um, ship anywhere in North America. Okay, well, that should be easy enough. Huh? Spell, spell, that, spell, that, spell that name out again. S-O-L-E-N-Z-I. Okay. That's dot, correct. Dot, dot, is, it dot, is it dot C-A or dot com? Or? Dot, dot com. Dot com, okay. Just checking. Yeah, well, no, you, seem, you seem to have done such a thorough... Um, market research on it. I mean, were you, you aiming for the the health conscious market? Uh, yes, I was. Really, my target market and is um, people who are trying to eat more healthfully, uh, but don't want to compromise on flavor and taste. So they really enjoy their food. It, food's not just fuel. It, it's something to be enjoyed and shared, and um, they like to eat well, and they tend to, to maybe, well, they'll have a smaller portion, but want to get that nutrient out of that portion, the nutrients to, to feed their, fuel their body out of that portion of food, as opposed to eating empty calories. So I wouldn't say it's a health food product, because it's, it's, right. it's not, but it's targeted to people who are trying to eat more healthfully and maybe increasing the protein intake and eat more whole foods. Well, you got that right. I mean, that's that's the fastest growing, from where I sit, that's the fastest growing uh, specialty food category. And uh, so you, you hit it on the no- right on the nose or on the nail on the head or whatever it's called. <laughs> Well, it's been a delight to talk to you about it. You you make it sound so easy, but I bet you've had a lot of ups and downs, Enza. We have. (laughs) You seem to be doing just well. Thank you. What I what I'd like to do is is if it's okay with with you and Peter, I can offer uh, your listeners a special discount if they place an order online of fifteen percent off their first order. If they, um, under the discount code, put in on the menu, and they will receive a 15% off their first order. Well, that's wonderful. We've kind of avoided doing that because we didn't want to get into the administration of any of it, you know. 
They, uh, oh, there's no administration on your side at all. It literally is if, if you'd like to let them listen to it and they can put that in our, on our website okay. to place an order, they'll get, right. a, it's an automatic discount on anything they order a 15% off. Well, I did this once on a, um, a, a cookbook, an autographed cookbook. I hate to say it was Mario Vitale, but it was. <laughs> and I ended up with such a, a, a mess of, of responsibility. That oh, God. No, so no, that's no, why I've kind of avoided it. If you don't want to announce it or launch it, 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 I would leave that entirely up to you. But honestly, it's, it's only if they go to our website and they type in on the menu. That, that with, would be uh, good. Then, yeah, then they, they would receive a 15% off their order from our website directly. That's, That's it. Fine. So it, uh, I'll leave that, well, when, you know. When, um, when, when this goes out over the air, we'll put an announcement on, on our, on our uh, homepage. Perfect. Right. Well, thank yeah, you again. Event. It was wonderful meeting you, Anta. And it's you been too. too long you since too, I've Anne. been in either Toronto or Italy. <laughs> in fact, even yeah. our relatives in England, we haven't seen them in two years. So, oh, I oh know. well, I know. It's, I know. It's, it is. It's uh, it's been tough the last couple of years, that's for sure. But it's a pleasure oh, talking with you and with and Peter. you too. Um, Podcasting services for On The Menu Radio are provided by ASP Station, www.aspstation.net. Welcome back. Next up, um, we're going to be talking sort of to Francisco uh, Rivera, uh, with the assistance of his translator, Adolfo, on the phone. And um, it's, it's a wonderful company, um, and, and the products are just incredible. Peter's been gorging on. I have. Yeah, on all of them. Every, everything's, everything's made out of quince, and it's well, just more delicious than the previous one. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. I'm down to the last can. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, they actually, actually come in jars, but there's, the last two I found come in cans that look a little bit like tuna fish cans. <laughs> but, well, but, uh, yeah, but, bear with us with the translations. I mean, we're, we're here in the States, and, and uh, Adolfo and Francisco are in Spain, and uh, and we have a, a little language issue. But just stay with us and listen closely because it's really worth getting to know this line of, of uh, Spanish products. Yeah, but we're, we haven't done this for a while. We're going to be working with the um, main interviewee, um, who is uh, Francisco Rivera. Um, but also we have... Adolfo online um, to uh, talk to us. The, the, uh, they are in Spain, and the company is Wanos Secretos, and um, it's gourmet food line that is top quality, really great. Um, let's start with um, where are you exactly in Spain? Well, first of all, thank you for the invitation and for this interview. Uh, we were very excited to have it. Um, so, first of all, thank you for having us. And 
We're in Almería. Almería is in the south of Spain. It's like almost in the middle of Spain, but south, the last part of Spain. That's where we are. We've, we've spent a lot of time in um, San Sebastian and also in Barcelona and also no. um, yeah, and also in um, Nerja. We have friends who live in Nerja. No, so we, were also we, we love Spain. Oh, okay. We were all. We were all oh, that's great. That's great. We were in, we were in Valencia, and we were in Alicante. Yeah, we we oh, wrote yeah. Yeah, Alicante, Alicante and Valencia, and I believe Nerja is not very far from here. Uh huh. Okay, let's hear your story of how this company got started. All right, I will I will translate to Francisco, and he and he will tell me, and I will tell you. Okay. Great. Okay. Okay. Ellos están queriendo saber eh, cómo empezó el inicio de la empresa, porque él tomaste la decisión de empezar. Este, vale, vale. Vale. De alguna de alguna forma también la posición mía de mi familia que viene de agricultores está un poco vinculada a lo que es eh, eh, pues eso bueno, sí, sí. sí claro a lo que son productos de la de la tierra y productos que de lo que da la tierra y productos que, que, que se pueden eh, ir, ir produciendo y ir mejorando con, con la experiencia y con el con el tiempo eh, entonces dado el momento de que eh, yo en en me incorporé en el trabajo del campo con mis padres eh, pues yo mm, tuve siempre la inquietud y, y tenía siempre la, la visión de, de por qué no llegar a hacer ciclo completo de la producción de, de nuestros productos, sino de, en fin, llevarlo al mercado final, ¿no? Entonces ya, eh, tras una larga experiencia, eh, un, tra un tiempo ya transcurrido de, de, de estar confeccionando y, y exportando los productos que producimos, pues me, me fue dando también la, la inquietud y, y la idea de por qué no llevar a los productos que tenemos en los gastronómicos, de, que los lo consideramos de una calidad eh, muy competitiva y muy buena al resto de, del mundo y sobre todo por los países aquí en Europa donde yo me iba manejando y he ido viendo de que podrían pegar muy bien y de hecho me daba cuenta que las pegaban muy bien y entonces ya me creó una inquietud muy grande en, en, en desarrollarlo y de ahí crear nuestra propia marca y, y nuestra propia receta y mejorarla eh, las recetas tradicionales con digamos el, lo que nosotros pensamos que podemos valorar y que te favorezcan curiosity to go beyond that because he knows the market the market uh, with farming and selling all the products that, that they farm and they sell and he always had the curiosity to go beyond to work with high quality products gourmet products so like in 2016 2017 he, he created the brand and he's, he has been building the brand and uh, learning how to 
create the products, how to move them, how the market move, how everything comes together. So it was it was out of curiosity and you know intention that that he created uh, the brand Wineless. Wow, well the products are very good. Yes, how yeah, old? Thank, thank you. Yeah. How old is the company? Um, the company was uh, found in 2016, um, and he did. Uh, we did because I came into the team like this year. But before me, there were uh, all the new, new, new um, employees, and they changed the whole brand, and they changed the image, and they add they, they they add new products to the to to the brand. So it was from 2016. But from 2020 till uh, now, they uh, they completely changed like uh, the whole image, and they added new products as well. Oh, How- now, now everything it seems centers around the what, what we in England call the quince, but which you call yeah. sorry, what's the name of it? Membrillo, membrillo, membrillo. Yes, membrillo. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but you you do olive oils, exceptional olive oils. Yeah, we have uh, what they call here. Um, I don't know how to translate it. It's, in Spanish, it's called denominación de origen. It is like origin denomination. That's exactly okay. translated, but I don't right. know if I'm saying it correctly. But that assures the buyer that they are getting one of the best oils here in Spain, that they are from Sierra de Segura. They are like... Um, this is one of the best oils that you can get here in Spain. And we, we are certified, we assure the buyer that he's going to get exactly that. Well, they're certainly they're exceptionally fine products. So now, now we mm-hmm. had samples of, um, of marmalade. Uh, we had samples of um, uh, jams, like we had beer, cava, um, and quince, which is... A, the yeah, Rio, um, wine, beer, beer, and wine. Wine, right, right. Yeah. And 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 we had we have also um, some um, what we call them with caramelized walnuts. Um, yeah. And then we have a, a whole bunch of of creams, and on top of that we have. The olive oils, which come extra virgin, uh, premium. Some are flavored, such as chili and truffles and orange. Uh, now, we we just understood talking to somebody that, um, well, Spain is the largest olive producer in the world, right? Yes. Yes, yes that's correct. And, with and, Italy as well. Italy is a, is a major competitor as well. But I think the, most of the olives come from Spain, even if it's Italian olives. Yeah, olive I agree oil. as well. I agree as well. Yes, I agree. So, so the Italian ones are not exactly DOP, whereas yours are. <laughs> well, I couldn't hear. What I couldn't hear. I said. I said. Your olive oils are DOP. Italians are not. Italian is not necessarily. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> they, they, apparently, they, sh- they, they ship the wonderful Spanish olive oil 
in, in large quantity to somewhere in Tuscany, and then it's relabeled. Yes. <laughs> yes. I didn't know. I didn't know you knew that. <laughs> that's great. Oh, yeah. that you know that. That's great. <laughs> I, I, I think, I think yeah, that's exactly what is happening. It happens a lot, and you know, yeah, that, that's true. That's completely true. Well, it's true also with truffles. Everybody thinks the truffles come from Alba in Italy, um, and, and yet they make that trip too from Spain to Italy <laughs> and become oh, Italian truffles, right? I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah, Spanish. Like we Spanish need to get get into that quicker because they're taking the market, the international market. They're taking it from us for sure. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Well, Peter is eating this um, uh, the, the quince jelly out of right out of the jars. What, what, I, I'm I sorry, I didn't, I didn't get that. You know, the um, uh, membrio, um, the, yeah. the, the, in the jars, uh, Peter is eating it with a spoon right out of the jar. But I tell him it's supposed to go um, accompanying uh, charcuteria, no? Yeah, it can go. Yeah, like all of our, all of our products are pairing products. They are, they are, they are created to make... Um, to accompany with all the foods. So they go great with a lot of different th things. For example, um, wine jam go great with um, some meats. Cava jam go, go great with some calamari. So it is like in our webpage, uh, you can see a lot of recipes that, uh, we have, uh, that we have put there so people can start understanding and have, uh, can start having the knowledge of how to use our products because and they lose a lot of um, flavor and intention if you only eat it with bread, for example. If you like, oh. if you eat the jams with bread, it's like you miss the whole point of using the jams. Um, yeah. and the, with the quinces as well, they go great with uh, they go great with uh, charcuteria. They go great with cheeses. They go great with a lot of different things. It's food that a that is a great companion with another type of food. So. Yes, it's, it's true. It's super. You can eat it as well with a spoon. There's no problem. <laughs> uh, uh, Adolfo, the uh, the term marmalata is is, is that just a, a yes. Spanish way of saying marmalade? Yeah, it is mermelada. It's marmalade. Um, I think I know in English it is marmalade and jam, but I don't know in English if it, if there is a difference between jam and marmalade. But, yeah, yeah, for us, it's mermelada. Yeah. Marmalade is made, is made with, with uh, things like, I mean, oran oranges and lemons. Yeah, you have fruit, actual pieces of fruit in the... In oh, okay, so no, it's jams, are actually jams, because okay. the base of the product is, is um, alcohol beverages, like wine or beer, or cava, but in the product itself, there is not alcohol, because the alcohol consumes um, during the process of preparation. Like, the basis is uh, alcohol beverages, but there is no alcohol in the product, actually. Right. Now, just, just to, to further emphasize the importance of marmalade, marmalade is, of course, the, if you like, it's the breakfast jam in, in my, in okay. my country. And uh, the, the premium brands 
are made with oranges, typically oranges from Sevilla. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, I can't believe that. So yeah. <laughs> Spain is, is the main um, uh, exporter of prime materials, I believe, too, so they, they can make other stuff. I didn't know that. that that's great. No, my, my mother used to make marmalade in her own kitchen, and the big production effort for the marmalade was hap- happened when the Seville oranges came into season and were available in grocery stores in England. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't know that. Okay. And and there, there are brand there are brands that are celebrated even in England for people who are too lazy to make the marmalade themselves. And the, the, <laughs> the, the particular one okay. that, that is considered probably the finest is made by a company called Frank Cooper. And Frank, well, okay. Frank, Cooper, okay. Frank Cooper made marmalades which are sold in fine food stores all across the all across the country. Oh, okay, no. okay, that's great. Where, I didn't know that. Where all do you sell your products mainly? I mean, is it international? We're starting. We're starting like the the new image and the new products that that we add this year. Uh, we just launched it uh, the day that we started to participate in the fancy food show. So oh, we're starting to we're starting to having conversations with importance in the United States. We're having oh, conversations uh, with importance in Mexico. Uh, we're reaching out for Germany. So we're starting to grow internationally right now because we actually try to build an image uh, because we have the quality. So we understood that we needed to improve the image so we could go. Um, overseas or, and to other countries in Europe. So that's that's where we are right now. We're we're starting. We're in, in the in the process right now of starting that. You must you must you must go to the English speaking countries like Canada and uh, the United States, of course, and Britain and Australia and South Africa because they they're the consumers of the, the slightly bittersweet flavors. That is associated with marmalade. With what you grow. Yeah, I I completely agree with it. With the studies that we that, that we made and all the information that we read about, the best market to our products is the market that you just said: Americans, Canadians, Australians. It is it is it is a product that um, they actually appreciate. Brit- Britain would be totally the top. Britain as well. We have now the Brexit, the Brexit, and we have all these um, things that we need to figure out first that, that we haven't yet. Sure, sure. Um, but for sure, for sure, is one of our is if our is it's one of our goals. Now, is is the Spanish government helping you to get launched? Yes, uh, we, uh, well, we haven't we haven't help from ESEX, That is one of the um, one of the main. I say um, institutions in in Spain to help you launch your company international. And we have help as well from Extenda. It is the same thing, but for the south of Spain. So we are supporting ourselves with the two. Now, is this will will our listeners be able to get information about your company and the products from this website that I made note of called 
International Trade at G-U-A-I-N-O-S dot com. Yes, um, if uh, yeah, people can get all the information that they need about our products and about the, the export that we do and everything that they need, they can get it out of that um, email that uh, you just commented about. Yes, if they have any doubts, they can, they can um, reach us through that email. And in our web page, we have as well the information and the products. Yes. Tell us the web page so I can spread that out. What is the web page? Uh, the web page is www.ynos.com. Uh, sorry, could you spell you that? www.ynos.com. A N O S. I have G U A. I. A. No, yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. Sometimes it's translated in my mind. I'm sorry. Okay. G U A I N O S. Dot com. Exactly. Dot com. Yeah, that's our webpage. Exactly. Dot com or dot dot Espana. No, dot com. It is dot com. Dot com. Okay. Yeah, it is dot com. And there is, uh, there is the information of all of our products. You can see all of our products. You can see the description of our products. It is in English as well if you need it. Uh, in English, you have the option to read all the information in English. Uh, we have the um, – uh, you can buy the products. Mainly right now we're selling the product in Spain because um, if you are, for example, in Canada or, or the United States, to buy the products through the webpage, maybe – the shipping can get a little bit expensive. Yes, yes, yes. So we're managing we're managing that at the moment. And um, uh, you can you can see the history of the company. Uh, you can you can you have a lot of recipes. We teach you how to use the products, how to combine okay. the products. Um, we have more than forty plus recipes for the jams, the oils, and the quinces. And we have uh, we show the products that we're going to have next. Uh, uh, very soon. For example, one of the products that we're going to have in the next couple of weeks, it is Bloody Mary Jam. It is a oh jam. Uh, yeah, it is it's very great because it's like a tomato jam, but it's not completely tomato jam because it has the same, it's the same ingredients as a Bloody Mary. So uh-huh. um, you have these flavors of sweet, spicy, um, you have everything that you can find in a in a Bloody Mary, but in a jam, and it goes great with um, grilled with grilled meat, grilled products, grilled vegetables. goes uh, goes amazing with it. Um, so uh, all the the other products that we're going to put uh, that we're going to have on our webpage is going to be uh, how you say uh, like um, dry. It's not like seeds, like different types of seeds, like nuts and almonds and with oh, yeah. very special preparations and very special way of make, like making every product as gourmet as possible, high quality and with a great presentation. That's going to come, you know, in, in the next month. And probably we're going to have, like, a lot more products for next year. And in the webpage, you can see, you know, all of that. Um, the Bloody Mary Jam, we are going to start selling it probably in less than a month, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, 
uh, is every, everything about us you can see it on, on our webpage. And if you have, uh, and if you're like interesting and you are in, in another country, international trade at whynot.com. It is the, the 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 mail that you can reach us, and you have info at whynot.com that you can ask any questions or doubts about the oh, product. Oh, that's good too. Well. That's very good. I'm going to write yeah. that down. We'll list it. G U A I N. Could I ask you what kind of uh, reception you got to your products at the Fancy Food Show? What reception? I'm sorry. What reception? What what um, what response did you get? What kind of reception or response did you get? Oh, reception. Till now, we have get we have got great reception. Like great. Um, I'm not exaggerating. Even an importer from Mexico reached us just because of our image. He didn't know us. He didn't know the product because we are just barely launching everything. Yeah, it was beautifully uh, packaged. It's really beautifully packaged, and and you can tell it's high quality much. just from looking at the packaging. So, and um, any any no, other yeah, yeah. any other yeah. distinctions that you'd like to mention? I mean, why is your olive oil so superior? Well, of all, of all olive oil is superior because it has these. Uh, 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 Origin, origin of denomination, and I think I think I'm going to use Fran to answer this because I know he has a little bit more information than me with this. So I will ask him, and I will translate it. Okay. Okay. Sure. All right. Okay. <laughs> One, I'm sorry. One, what? los oreos fríos. Look, I don't understand. I'm sorry. What, what it's a that? joke. I'm sorry. It, it's nonsense. It's total nonsense. I, mean, <laughs> I just was I'm trying sorry, to be funny. I, I, I couldn't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it means you were making my ears cold. <laughs> Which is nonsense. Why? Why? I don't know. I just learned that at one point, and I thought I'd throw it in there. Okay, okay. (laughs) Just to be silly. Well, we we really enjoyed this uh, this um, the journey of of getting to know you people and 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 finding out all about the products of the company, and uh, it's been fun. conversing with uh, Francisco, um, who's having a good time with all of this, I can tell. <laughs> and as yeah, also, no, we no, thank no, you for your help with your assistance here. Oh, no, no, it's not a problem. It's, it's not a problem. So to, to answer the question about the oil, it is, uh, the properties of the oil are great. Um, uh, they have like high-quality properties, and the flavor of the oil is amazing. We decided to go with that oil because it is a really, really good oil. Um, and one of the things that our products have, all of our products, is quality. Because we are new and we don't have, uh, um, how you say, like experience outside of Spain. We're trying to go for quality and image. That's, that's, how, that's 
that is the way that we want the people to see us. When they yeah. see winos, we want we want that they see quality and a good image. Like if you're paying if you're paying for this, you're you're paying for what you actually are expecting. That is that is what are we reaching for? That's our goal. Now, does your company name mean anything? Linus? Yes, yes, it is. Okay, I will ask I will ask Fran again because he's the creator of the name. So I will ask him and, and, and I will tell you guys. Okay. Fran, por qué Linus? ¿Qué es Linus? Uh, a ver, siempre cuando uno quiere dar nombre al, al, por eso, al, al proyecto o a una empresa que uno quiere desarrollar, eh, lo normal es de que eh, piensa en algo que te nace y, o, o en algo de que te, que, te dice, que te dice algo, ¿no? Algo que un sentimiento fuerte, ¿no? Digamos. Entonces... El, nosotros como somos de bueno y, y bueno está dentro del entorno donde donde en, se trata se trata los productos que, que estamos desarrollando es parte de ello porque es mejor que el nombre de lo que de la tierra nuestra que es lo que a little bit of information. Wynos is the town where uh, Francisco grew up and have lived his whole life. So when he, when, when he, what he's saying to me is that when I was trying to create a brand, I was trying to create a brand that had a lot of feeling that says something that, ha, that says something to me and to my people. So Wynos is our town and Every time I hear winos, every time something is related to winos, I have this sensation of belonging, of value, and that's why uh, I choose. That, that's what Francisco said. That's why I choose winos because it um, it makes sense inside of me to put to put the name of winos in to create it as a brand for our products. Well, that that answers that question. It's been a delight, and I hope we get to talk again in the future. And again, thank oh, you, yeah, Adolfo. Thank you. Um, uh, muchas gracias, Adolfo. Muchas gracias, Francisco. Muchas gracias. Sí, gracias a ustedes. Sí, um, thank you very much. Yeah. Um, I have one more joke. Can I tell you my joke okay. in Spanish? <laughs> okay. um, yeah, let's see. Uh, adios. Adios. Um, uh, well, now I can't remember my joke. Lola Menta Tenir Kairme, I think, was the punchline. Okay, so it was adios. So I'm, I'm sad to say goodbye. So that's sorry, what it is. Lola Menta Tenir Kairme. Ah, lamento, okay, I'm sad that I have to say, lamento que tengo que irme. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Lord. Uh, adios. Ciao, ciao, ciao. And ciao, thank, thank you, you very much. For yes, and, and wow, Thanksgiving is just around the corner, and just consider that um, quince with caramelized walnuts 
an extra special quality might be a nice addition to your turkey. <laughs> and, and if you don't like it, send it on to send me. Send it us, yeah. Send it on well, to me, because I, I will certainly enjoy it. Well, anyhow, you, you're going to be so spoiled. You're already so spoiled by having all those products. But anyhow, um, listen in again, tune in again, if you would, next week, same time, same place. Until then. Bye-bye.